Welcome to Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and this week we talk about the topic of grades. This is something we've talked about before, but we think it's important to continue to remind everyone that grades shouldn't be the sign of learning. Also, don't forget to order your You Dad Daily Calendar as a gift for your husband for Christmas. We still have some left, and there's also our game to Bethlehem, which is a great way to make some fun memories with your family. We also want to just say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for all their support of the Smiling Homeschooler. They're the math curriculum that helps take some of the stress out of math time and helps you smile more. They've helped thousands of homeschoolers and our family loves their curriculum. So you can check out a free demo over at their website, teachingtextbooks.com. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Okay, well, hey everyone. We're a little, we're starting a little late tonight. Um, that's because Ben and his family just got back from Encanto, the latest um, Disney movie. Um, it was an animated uh, feature that just came out on Thanksgiving weekend. I know uh, we all saw it, uh, and uh, Ben and his family didn't at that time, but they just saw it. So, Ben, what's your take on Encanto? I mean, I thought it was fun. I thought um, the music was pretty good. I agree that it's not super singable, per se, like Moana, but I thought it was really catchy and just kind of a fun, upbeat movie. Uh, it's really pretty. Uh, I I thought the story was good. I mean, it didn't feel super deep per se. Like there wasn't a ton to it. It was pretty straightforward. Um, but you know, I think it had a good, fun family uh, family message kind of the end. Even though there, you know, there is kind of a whole, you know, obviously it's spiritual, but not in a god way. You know, it's, it talks about a miracle and magic and stuff like that. But I mean, I think the kids liked it, and uh, I thought the characters were really fun, so I liked it. I mean, I think it'll probably be, unfortunately, one that everyone's like, oh, I forgot about that one, you know? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But I think it's fun watching. I would say it's probably not, like, one you would spend a ton of money to go see, uh, but definitely but worth watching But if you're looking later. for a family yeah. fun thing to do this Christmas um, or this, this uh, month, um, this would be one of those that you don't have to be afraid of. Um, there's no surprises. Uh, I'm looking at Ben to see if he's going. Yeah, I you're wrong, Dad. No, I didn't think there it was. There are no surprises. There's no language. There's nothing that's shocking. And even the the spiritual part, and it really doesn't feel very spiritual. Not um, Ashton's you know, spiritual, but I mean, it, you know, it is like mystical without having. But any it doesn't kind of, really say where this magic came no. from. It doesn't attribute it to anything. This right. that's just there. Um, yeah, and, and in the you end, know, you know, it has a good kind of. It's not just the magic. It actually has like a, uh, a cool meaning. So yeah, that you won't even remember after it's over. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, and it's got a star, but we don't remember her name either uh, because it's just not a very <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a little bit hard to uh, remember her name, but it, you know, yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was fun though. I think the family is really fun. Uh, they did a good job with that. So, but I think it's really pretty. I mean, it looks super colorful, and you know, and I think that's really fun. So, uh, the kids seem so if you're engaged. looking for a colorful, really pretty movie that you may not. It has good music. I think it does have that, good music. That you. I mean, can't we listen to the soundtrack on the way home. So. Well, yeah, that's yeah, but you don't have to be able to sing every song to be able to enjoy no, it. So. No, no. Uh, but it is it's that like definitely Lin Manuel Miranda music. Uh, where it's a lot of kind of that, you know, very quick lyrics that are, you know, if your kid can sing that, that is impressive. So, uh, which, you know, wouldn't be shocked if Rinley did, but, uh, yep. I will also update cause you've been posting about it and we've talked about it on the past ones and I've actually started watching them with Renly more. I'm really into bluey now. It's, it's actually really good. It's super <laughs> funny. I mean, 
Hello, I mean, Bluey. Yeah. Bluey, like, what are you doing with the shovel? It's just funny because, like... Uh, You're really one, into it? Not really into it, but I think it's actually pretty funny. Like, I mean, the the interactions are actually a little bit realistic. You know, like, the kid will be like... Bluey will be like, Dad, go get this and do with this. And or he's, she's like, here's the plan. You go get, do this, and, and we're going to do that. And he's like, actually, here's a better plan. You don't tell me what to do, and we'll go do this. And she's like, okay, fine, you know. Or uh, I liked at one point, you know, she comes up and, like, puts his hand on, you know, on him until he's done talking and stuff. So, like, it actually, overall, I think it has some pretty positive stuff. I mean, there's some things that are a little bit, you know, I wouldn't personally be want my kids to do. But uh, <laughs> there's nothing, like, serious in it. It's all just, like them pretending and stuff it's pretty hilarious so um and when he says pretty hilarious you know i mean it's like a chuckle every once in a while so (laughs) just because it feels like the interactions are pretty like real he'll be like he'll be like uh he'll say something like i told you before that i'm this you know i know everything there is to know in the world or something like that and uh she'll be like okay he's like so ask me a question she'll be like where was i before i was born and he'll be like uh ask me another one you know and it's just like funny interactions between him and the kids uh and i think that's neat so uh. so ben has crossed over he is now in the bluey camp yeah um, i still have only seen maybe one and a half episodes when i was watching renly um when some dads were trying to dig out a stump in their backyard um so uh and it seemed very masculine and you know that's what guys would do. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, um, sorry, not the movie well, movie talk, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I am still in the kind of throes of uh, trying to fit in all the Christmas movies. Um, I know it's only the seventh of December, and it seems like on paper seven doesn't seems like a long way away from twenty five, but when you start doing the math, it just is like we have this weekend and one more weekend. There is and no that's it. way. Yeah, two weeks from Saturday. Two weeks from Saturday. Yeah. And I just feel like I've been hit by the Polar Express train, and I can see its light coming down the track, and I'm going to get flattened because I just don't feel very prepared. I don't feel I don't feel in that holly jolly mood that, sometimes, that I'm mostly uh, characterized by. Um, in fact, tomorrow night, I think we're going to try our second Advent night, our first Advent night went fairly smoothly. We did a little craft. Um, uh, I'm always uh, over un- underly whelmed by uh, how, or overwhelmed or something, by how hard it is when we try to read some stupid little story uh, that's supposed to be meaningful. And everybody's just laughing at me and uh, it's hard. But apparently uh, it gets transformed uh, into their best memories ever because like Ike is Ike who's I don't know 22 years old um, says not, I think, but it no, is his favorite day days of the entire year and I'm like are you kidding Ike me? does everything in favorites though so uh, I mean he if he, he enjoys does, it it's a favorite of, of something so so obviously he remembers a lot better than they really yeah. are so uh, so anyway, so we're doing those. But we're going to talk about something that's not Christmassy um, because I was having a conversation with my niece uh, a couple days ago and and uh, she's in college and and she just said to me, she said, Uncle Todd, do you think grades or do you think uh, your college education 
or your degree or something maybe like that should be based on grades you know like should you or should it just be a pass fail thing and so we talked for a while and um you know and i'm kind of passionate about some of that because i feel like you know for a really 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 long time we've kind of just pretended we pretend school you know we we do things that we think oh that measures learning or that's he must be good because he knows he got an a on a test or he got a big good score on an sat or something like that and i'm just not convinced um that really measures the right things because i did i got good grades all through school but you know i'm not sure that it that it really measured anything in fact i wrote over on facebook today i put a post and i put learning should not be measured by and then just some bullet points the number of days completed you know we shouldn't say oh we got school done because we finished five days this week or we did 180 days this year i says learning should not be measured by the number of hours in, of instruction you know it shouldn't be measured on how many hours we did today is an eight hour day better than a three hour day better than a 45 minute day you know it shouldn't be measured on completing the lesson and or the curriculum you know it's not like we get to the end and we say oh we got it all done so we must have done good or we got the whole lesson done today i mean they must have learned it's not the ability that shouldn't be measured by the ability to regurgitate historical or scientific information you know so it's not like because i know that Columbus sailed the ocean, or 1492 Columbus sailed the ocean blue. It doesn't mean diddly squat. It doesn't mean anything that I can say, you know, helium is H-E on the periodic table. Um, and I don't really know where it is. It's kind of up in the corner somewhere. Um, you know, is learning shouldn't be measured by the ability to write a paper with proper bibliography and correct margins because nobody ever does a bibliography unless you're a school teacher. And uh, I can remember vividly doing a paper in seminary and the, and I thought it was a great paper and the instructor who's a doctorate, you know, spiritual guy, um, you know, never even commented on the, never commented on any of the content. He just said, your margins are too narrow uh, or maybe too big, um, you know, learning shouldn't be measured by a letter grade a and it shouldn't be measured on getting all the questions right or spelling all the words correctly and then i said it's just so much more than that and and then so a mom down the in the comment said well what should learning be measured by and i thought maybe that'd be a good conversation for us this evening um since we started late we may make it a short show um but ben what are your initial thoughts when like so you know uh your cousin who said you know do you think it should be based on grades um what are your thoughts on that you I, mean, know, I, think I, it's I won't hold you to it flat out wrong and i think i mean uh i think that has been shown everywhere that you know any actual studies are done or anything like that i think it's proven and i think it's just common sense that grades are not a good measure of that um, I saw an article on it. It's called Grades Network, and they they uh, link to a whole bunch of different uh, studies and stuff. But just some really good points out of this uh, that I thought I might mention is they said um, uh, is they said a, a survey found that in in schools where it was like really high achieving, high pressure to get good grades and stuff like that, that eighty percent of the kids thought their parents cared more about their achievement than the happiness and the, then their happiness. 
Um, and they, some of the schools even had to restrict how much time the how many times the parents could check grades, just because they they were just wow. checking all the time. Uh, but I thought um, they said basically, you know, because the grade is all that matters and passing the test is all that matters, that a lot of times we've equated intelligence with like how little studying you had to do to actually get a good grade on something. When in reality, like if that was, you know, so it's basically maximize grades, minimize your effort. Where in reality, like learning should be more about, you know, maximizing learning, however that may need to be done, but you know, not about specifically time or anything like that. But you hear people and you go, oh, they're so smart because they didn't even have to study for their quizzes. But like dad didn't have to study for his quizzes maybe as much, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's smarter than mom. You might have studied harder, you know, so. I am smarter um, than your mom. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's uh, clearly, not because of clearly. that. Um, but then I also thought it interesting. Uh, they said that students, college students that found, um, that base their self-worth on their academic, you know, success in terms of grades uh, were, and not on like their family or things like that, were more likely to be stressed, anger, have academic problems, relationships, use drugs, or having eating disorders. Those are all things that they said if, if a child, you know, tends to be really focused on grades or a mark of something and, you know, that, that caused a lot of other issues. Um, and I just thought, you know, and then it goes through just tons of different, you know, links to um, studies and stuff saying that really the idea is very specific feedback on a very specific kid, you know, saying like, hey, you know, you've been struggling with spelling and this, you know, maybe it's this, this reason, maybe try doing this, you know, but that takes a lot of personalized interaction and what better way to have that than in homeschooling? But when you're trying to teach 30 or 40 people, it may not be as ideal to do one-on-one -on -one feedback with every single kid. So, But even that, you know, there's that sense of, you know, if you, oh, we need to get them to be better readers or we need to get them to do tests better. Um, you know, it has that feeling like if I were a child and my parents treated me like that and took me to some after-school program to, it would feel like they, my parents think I'm broken and that I need to be fixed. And I'll tell you, there are just some kids who cannot do, you know, they just don't perform well. And um, it's so, so sad to me. It's sad to me. Like I had a friend who, you know, school wasn't his thing. Grades weren't his thing. Academics weren't his thing. He was super capable, you know, and super qualified, you know, uh, talented and personable and lots of qualities. But his family only measured him on one thing, and he could not—he could not measure up to that. And you know, at this point, he's my age; he's just a little bit older than I am, and really, he is almost unfunctioning because he's afraid to do anything um, because he just—he can't please anybody. And uh, and I just think that is so so sad because really you know if we so if we just look at grade letter grades um, you know and I don't know what the big deal is but you know even homeschoolers put a lot of weight on those things and we think that A's are better than B's and I don't know why that is I don't know why they're better than C's I, I just don't understand that um, but we put so much weight on on them and even as we were I was talking. Uh, you know, I know some moms, some of you moms, make your kids take the test. And if they don't get an A, you have them take it again and, or, and again until you can write in your grade book A for this test. And 
That speaks volumes to your children. It basically says you're only good if you get all the questions right. And you know, in real life, nobody gets all the questions right. Um, I even noticed like my my son Jed, he played basketball tonight and and Jed did a great job. You know, he he did great on defense, he made some buckets. But I know for Jed, if he misses a couple, because he'll come home tonight and he'll say, I missed three layups tonight, Dad. He has a tendency to back off then. And he, he's afraid to take a layup or he's afraid to do a, a, mm-hmm. you know, a long shot because he thinks he'll get an air ball. Um, and he'll even say that. And I think you know some of our kids, because they cannot measure up on the standard that we've given them, they're afraid to do anything. They're afraid to try anything because they think they won't be able to do it right. Yeah. I mean, that's super common is just that fear of not wanting to mess up or or just downplaying any success you do have. And I don't think it's almost ever helpful to, to do that. Um, a lot of times it's just for comparison's sake and to you know make yourselves feel good when you, again the whole point of homeschooling is you understand your kids you know if they're doing okay you know if they if you feel like they're able to read then don't worry if it's technically a whatever grade level versus other people it does just that is so meaningless unfortunately uh but the sad part is yeah that some states require it but what i would say is like i was thinking about it is ask around and find the person if your state requires turning in grades and testing and stuff like that and doesn't require you to go somewhere to actually be tested, which I know a few states do that, but if they don't, then find the person who does the least amount uh, and follow what they do. And if they're getting away with it, then you should do because like, you know, people say, oh, well, you have to, you have to turn in grade their grades, you know, but, but they don't necessarily mean you have to show your work and show, you know, every math test they ever did. You can just say, Hey, they had an A in this or they had a, you know, whatever you want. Uh, They got straight A's again, (laughs) but people seem to think that you have to literally catalog every time that you did it and show every reason they got to an A. Uh, in reality, it's more just there, you know, you can kind of fill that in, but just, just be aware. Really? Check your state and actually understand that. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't think that what you do is you're not lying. No. You're telling the truth. You're saying this kid, even though he's not very good at math, he did as good as he can because that's the the way he was made. He, so I'm giving him an A, you know. And uh man, what a and it's true. You know, with 100% integrity uh that you do that. Yeah. And I mean, and the reality, the unfortunate thing is like a kid who can literally pass every test, but then throws away all the book, never finished it, you know, read the cliff notes and does good on the test will be considered better and have more, you know, academic, they'll applaud that kid versus the kid who maybe gets, you know, a much lower score, but actually like really worked hard and learned it and actually put effort into it. Uh, and it's just, it's so, it's so backwards, you know, it's just, it's, it's a bummer. Cause I mean, literally every person I know, they just, they brag about like, Oh, I didn't even have to study for it. It's like, so you did good on a test. What does that even mean? You know, if you, I mm-hmm. mean, most people say I never even read a book, you know, and it's like, so well, I mean, what's the benefit, I guess, other than you got your certificate right. in the end saying, Hey, I was a smart person. I get to go do, you know, work or whatever. Yeah. Um, And sadly, though, lots of us put a lot of weight on that. And that's why we make our kids do weird things. And that's why we put so much pressure on us as moms. We think that, oh, I can't take off these coming weeks because, hey, I have to get it all in because then they won't be properly educated if I don't, which, again, is baloney. I mean, COVID, 
if it did anything for us, it showed us that the school doesn't care how many school days we get because they're okay with taking off a whole half a year or a year. You know, they don't care because it doesn't, they didn't hold everybody back because it's not a measure of true learning. So Ben, I'm just gonna, let's, let's cut to the, cut to the chase here. Um, so one of the moms said, so do you have a list of what does make real learning? And, you know, maybe I'll share a couple of my things, but, um, you know, and I know what moms want. They want some list. They want a list to say, well, okay, if I'm not going to use that old list, give me a new list to follow. Well, and I think even maybe the grading is cathartic for some moms as it feels like validation of like, oh, well, my kid's getting A's, so I'm doing a good job, you know. Right. Um, I think that can feel good because otherwise it does like everyone likes to have a goal post you know of like well if i can get my kid to mostly a's or mostly b's then i'm doing a good job homeschooling or i'm doing a good job at my job you know or i'm doing whatever it is fill in the blank having a line like that is nice but you know try to resist that because it doesn't necessarily pay off in long term i think but continue Dan. yeah no so you know so how about let's give them some things that we think you know not things you can do to assure that they're learning, but what might be some of the measures, you know, that your kids are learning things. And maybe, uh, Ben, because I didn't really even tell you we were going to do this, um, but I'll just kind of talk and then, you know, I'll give you a ch- as you gather your thoughts. Um, and I, again, I don't like lists. I don't like things that you have to write down because I don't want you to think, oh, I've got to write these down and check on these. You know, so here's what I, things that I know when my kids are learning and Ben, you probably would agree with these. I know my kid is learning something. If at the dinner table, they say, Hey dad, guess what I read today? Or guess what I saw today? You know, or guess what I did today on their own. I didn't have to say, well, Johnny, what did you learn about verbs today? You know, but I love it when one of my kids will say, hey, dad, you know, I heard that um, a whale's heart is really not the size of a car. It's really a lot smaller, you know, and I think, wow, they learned something. They learned it on their own without me doing anything. And to me, that that is a sign of real learning. It's a sign of engagement. That's what I want for my kids. Yeah. I mean, I would also say, and this is more maybe not as, you know, uh, practical, but look for the spark, you know, when you see it in their eyes or you see it in their attitude of where they're engaged or there's just a little bit of excitement or they, you know, they realize they just learned something or whatever. I mean, that's such a cool feeling. And then just follow that spark wherever it goes, you know, and let it, let it go. I think. Um, and and that, that spark really looks like smiles. Yeah, it looks excited. Excited. They go, Hey mom, can we go to the library and get a book on whatever? You know, it doesn't even matter what it is. You know, if you think, well, it's just stupid things about whales. You know, are they going to be a marine biologist? No, but it's learning. That's what we want because, you know, you learn about whales and then that leads to something else, which leads to something else, which leads to the thing that they were created to do. Um, But it is directed by them and it is true, true, true learning. Yep. And I mean, I think... um... Yeah, look, kind of recalibrating your, you know, what you're looking for when you're looking for learning, you know, is not just, um, yeah, they, they, 
spouted off some some facts they learned or they were able to do the math hacks real quick but looking for those kind of things that maybe they don't ever even vocalize like oh man my kid i just saw him you know he got out of saw and was trying to do something like that that's really cool that he just figured out how to do that you know and kind of trying to look for those small things that do show because i mean everyone's learning all the time you know whether it's good bad or you know whatever but trying to spot that you know because we see it we're not specifically teaching well i mean we kind of are but our kids but you know you you see it all the time when like oh now hudson just learned how to you know push a chair over and get up on the counter like that's cool and pick a lock yeah yeah exactly (laughs) but that just keeps going you know and uh i i just remember those times when i'm when i was a kid and uh and and that's always a really you know fun moment and can be and can be good if your parent notices you you know Uh, doing something or something well even tonight uh we were at a basketball game and and a guy came up to us and he said he said to Abe, my son, my 20 year old son, he said, are you the one who does electro electrical things? And that's not him. That's my son, Ike. And uh, he says, I've got this generator that I bought for my house that I don't know how to hook it back into the to those, you know, the breaker box. And I said, I can do it, you know, and I can do those things, not because we sat down and we talked to him about it, because he just wanted to learn those things and he really is amazing in those areas same thing with ben in so many areas you know if i ever want to know anything about history or how the world fits together i would call ben first thing and say hey what about you know this so they they said this you know like this is the first time our government has ever did, done this and ben will go well that's not really true you know like in in the depression during the depression they did the same thing and i'm like wow you know and again we didn't teach him that thing we didn't make him learn you know, the, the, the date of the depression started in 1929 with stock market change and it continued through. We didn't really make him do anything. Um, he just loved those areas. And, um, you know, I think those are signs of learning. Yet, you know, I think we do have to plug through things. You have to plug through math facts. You know, there's probably not a kid out there who's gonna go want to learn all his math facts. You know, there might be some who get really excited about learning the, you know, kind of checking those things off or doing them really, really fast. But a sign of learning when all of a sudden they use them some way. Again, Jed, my basketball player, and Ben could do this too. They could both do a lot of math in their head. And Debbie was so amazing in the way she would teach it, is that she would teach it. And like Jed, he, I, I, you know, you'd have these four digit numbers and they would have to be added together at first or whatever. And I'd write them out there on the, you know, and put the plus sign and put the line because I went to school. I did, you know, straight over each other, carry the numbers. Carry the one, you know. That's probably not how they do it anymore <laughs> with Common Core and all that. I think they changed a lot Jed of it. Jed just did it in his head, and and he borrowed numbers from it. You know, like he made the 5,283, he dropped it down to 5,000 plus, took the 283, and he added it to the bottom, and he did it in his head. And Debbie said, well, I'm just letting him kind of figure it out on his own. And I'm like, wow, that's real learning. You know, does he take a test on it? No, but he's learning, and we know he's learning. And as mom, as a mom said, you know, I agree with so many of those, Todd, you know, the things that these are not measures of real learning, but she goes, I still struggle with some of them. Um, and I know lots of moms struggle with lots of them because we've been ingrained, I think, our whole life and really generations. And it is time uh, where homeschoolers take the reindeer by the horn, you know, the reins. And we say, okay, I know that's not true, so I'm not going to do it. 
And that's where we need each other. That's what the Smiling Homeschool is all about, to remind you to kind of go with your gut, um, which is not very easy because there are a lot of voices out there telling you not to go with your gut. Yeah. I mean, it's never going to be easy or natural to go against the grain and what everyone else does. So, you know, homeschooling in and of itself is not the normal. So you're already, you know, that's a huge step and such a cool thing and is very brave compared to a lot of the world, uh, just doing what everyone else does. But, you know, if you're willing to take that step, then be willing to go the other step and not worry about the marks that everyone else uh, signs. And uh, I think that is so cool about homeschooling. And I I loved homeschooling. And I hope that, you know, I I just, I feel like every time I see it, it leads more to stress and uh, anxiousness than it does to anything uh, beneficial. So I encourage you to just don't, you know, just don't give in to that, that norm if you can. And if you are in a state that does it, do the absolute minimum of what they require uh, and make sure you yeah. actually know it's required. Because that's the hey, thing I always see the most. I feel like every time we ever say it, people go, well, my state, I have to do all of it. And it's like, well, double check, double check over and over and make sure that that's actually what it is saying, not just what you assume it's saying. Um, so, And get your husband on board too. Um, you really need, it's, it makes it so much easier when your husband is kind of thinking the same way you are. Um, you know, have him listen to a, a homeschooling podcast or something that where he can kind of take ownership for this so that he can remind you when you're feeling weak and wobbly. Um, well, hey, we're out of time because I'm ready to call it quits. This is a little bit late for me to be talking anyway. So, uh, mom, I hope you're, uh, you know, you're you're slowly, you know, starting that countdown to Christmas. Uh, and again, I'm not going to tell you when you need to take a break, you know, when you can stop doing your homeschool. Um, But if you're feeling like in the depths of your soul that it's time to stop, just stop. You know, it's no big deal. You don't have to make excuses for it. Just do it. I love it when a mom says, oh, I took all of December off. I just love it, you know, because they decided that's what's best for their family. You get to do that, too. And again, learning is not measured on how, when or how long your breaks are. Also, if you haven't gotten your husband and his Udadad daily calendar, make sure you do. Uh, we can still get out some of those other products to you. We've got a uh, Christmas game to Bethlehem. Um, we've got some great read-alouds, uh, that are Christmas read-alouds that you can uh, get those as well. We even have some downloadable versions. If you want to go get a PDF or listen to it on audio, you can do that as well. Well, have a great week. Um, don't be afraid of Christmas. Um, enjoy with your family, and don't forget to smile. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you being part of the Smiling Homeschooler. If you enjoy this podcast, maybe share it with a fellow homeschool mom to give her a little bit of encouragement this week. Thank you to Teaching Textbooks for supporting the Smiling Homeschooler and for making this all possible. We really appreciate their support. You should go use their math curriculum over at teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week, and as always, keep smiling.